Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I am your host Chili as we talk about PlayStation news, reviews and all that good stuff. It's December and you all know what that means. Game of the Year awards for everyone. You get one and you get one. In fact we're doing one right now on PSU.com. Go check it out. I voted for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh, and we've got hosts, not just me. We've got an Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you? I am super tired because <laughs> I've been doing Christmas decorations for the last two days and I still got to do more after we are finished. Good luck. I never... Can we see a picture of these decorations when you're done? As soon as I go upstairs, I will take a picture so you can see. I've I never bothered with now. Christmas decorations, so... <laughs> I'm and a humbugs. I achieved my goal. I now earned my 50th platinum for the year. Yes. Earn. Yes. Alfonso, earn. Earn, yes, Gary, I earned. I earned, okay? okay? Wh whatever you say, man. <laughs> <laughs> it counts, it counts, it counts, okay? It's been registered on PlayStation Network that I earned it, okay? So it counts. <laughs> you yeah, earned sure. it. Hey, Gary, you're also here. Hello. I'm also here. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. A little tired after last night. My oh, free company good, was celebrating, and they decided to do an event for December on Vivancy, mm -hmm. and they we did maps all night to raise money to buy a fish. Oh my god. The fish cost five Amazing. million gil. But what we have the, the fish. We have Is it alive fish. or is it dead? Or is it just mounted it's on your It's alive. Wall? I posted it in the uh, in our chat, but so you could, you've got something fancy called fish tanks where you can put in the fish and it swims around. Yes. It's a giant rainbow fish to celebrate equality. When are they going to add into that game a thing where you can make portraits of your character and hang them on the walls? That'd be cool. There's kind of something like that already <laughs> in a way. Not of your characters, but there's a sightseeing log. And as you visit sightseeing logs, you go, if you go to the painter in Mordorna, I think there's other painters around the world, but I think the one I remember is Mordorna. Uh, or um, Idosha, sorry. Not Mordorna, Idosha. Um He'll actually paint pictures of the locations you visit in the sightseeing log. Nice. Then you can put those paintings in your house once you buy a frame. And, or you can That's put it on nice. like an easel if you want. They should they should add a photo mode to that game. Wait, what you got? That G should be the next up. You already got that G pose. Yeah, what? G pose, backslash G pose where it, it basically um, pauses the game. Well, not kind of but it basically makes the game look a little bit prettier, and then you can add filters. Well, it's, and... a, it's a mod, though, right? No, G-Pose is built in the game. Oh, okay. Uh, you cool. can also, you on, can... Is it on PS4? Um, yeah, it's on PS4. You just do backslash G-Pose. Oh, okay. um, you can nice. also... Because they update it regularly, um, you can also like pause people... You know, so if you do an emote, and then I get do G-Pose, you'll actually repeat that emote in the pose. Uh, but you can actually select each player and pause where you want so you can pause them in specific poses during that emote. Oh, you can okay. also hide other like NPCs or uh, minions or mounts, you know, everything. So if you just want your character and your, you know, your teammates, you can pause everything else. Uh, I think they should add a feature into the game where you can go into any of the dungeons or any of the raids... Yeah. But in a photo mode capacity, so it's like you don't actually fight anything, but you can just Not be set good, animations yeah. for enemies to attack and for you to attack and just like have it pause so you can take awesome action screenshots like that. Oh, yeah. Because obviously, cool. yeah, because obviously you can't do it mid raid or something when you're fighting. Whoa. <laughs> I, you I've can't tried it. Do it's, it. It's hard. <laughs> yes, I've done it a lot. <laughs> it didn't end well for my teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I actually but, did one with you, remember, when we fought the Kraken? And yeah. you told the guys, like, hold on, he's taking screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> Holding everybody back. <laughs> uh, don't kill it. That. that was fun. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> they like, try to continue, and I'm all standing there taking pictures. By the way, while we're talking about Final Fantasy XIV, <laughs> just quickly going to mention that there's going to be a 14-hour live stream with Yoshi P coming up soon on the 14th of December. Um, nice. There's going to be a... What's more important, there's going to be a nine-hour Mahjong tournament in the background. Oh, my God. To see who's the best at Final Fantasy Mahjong. <laughs> Uh, but now there's a new live layer coming up, which will announce the next patch, which is 5.2. So we're going to see some mm. details on the next raid, which I'm looking forward to because I've been this tier's raid. Not ultimate, though. I haven't been ultimate for anyone that asks. No, I have not been ultimate. In fact, after about six hours of progress, we're about 45 seconds into the fight. Oh, my God. Out of 16 minutes. <laughs> it's too much, man. It's too uh. much time. It's it's ridiculous the fight. We we are hoping if we can beat the first part before the next raid comes out, we yeah we're happy. We're not really an ultimate team. We just want to do it because we've beaten the last tier, so we just kind of want to. So we don't break up while waiting for the next yeah raid. Yeah. Rather than waiting four weeks with nothing to do, or even five weeks, we don't <laughs> know when it's released. Um, anyway. Today we're going to talk about the VGAs because they're going to happen on December 12th, I think, if I'm rightly. Um, Video Game Awards with Jeff McKeely. 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 (laughs) With Dorito Master. Yeah, Friday the 13th of December or Thursday the 12th if you live in North America because time zones. So I thought... Let's start predicting some of the stuff we think are going to win awards because why not? We've got to fill time, haven't we? And that's what everything yes. does during this time of year. Uh, once we've done this, we're going to finish. We're going to do part one today, and hopefully, when Tim is back next week, we'll do part two. And then for our final show for the year, we're going to do our own game of the year awards. Just ours. What we think is the best games, because. Obviously, yeah, we're we're gonna have different games than some of these probably. Like the first title, first section is action game. We uh, the choices are Gary, Alfonso, Gary first, Apex Legend, Astral Chain, Call of Duty, Devil May Cry Five, Gears of War Five, or Metro Exodus. Uh, which one do you think will get? Action game of the year. A Dome of Cry 5. Alfonso. Devil May Cry 5. Um, I'm going to put my W on Gears of War 5. So. Mm. Gary, Alfonso, why do you think um, Devil May Cry 5 will win Action Game of the Year? Uh, Alfonso first. I don't know, I feel so far, I, I I was I was skeptical and disappointed with the previous one, the one they rebooted, and wasn't happy with the direction they went with, so I was a little skeptical with 5, but seeing 5 and playing 5, they changed a lot of stuff that I didn't like from the reboot, so I now it kind of restored my faith in it. So, yeah, that's the main reason why. It's, it's just a better game. It was a, a lot a lot better to play and enjoy than the previous the previous installment. And Gary? Um, I think it'll win uh, simply because it offered a lot of things that the genre looks for. Um, it is a pure action game. If you look at all the other games in that category, um, I feel like they're all shooters, and Devil May Cry 5 is the only real action-action game where, yeah, you have guns and stuff you can use, but it just feels more like it's designed for that genre. Well, Devil May Cry 5, guns have always been like support when you can't continue comboing. Yeah, they don't really do much damage. They just keep your combo going uh, when you need to get, get into position to do stuff. Um, I personally don't think it's it's the best Devil May Cry 5, 
by a long shot. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of controversy with my review on it, but um, I do think it'll it'll easily take this take this win because all the other games in this category uh, probably have a better chance in other categories that they're nominated in. So. Okay. I went with Gears of War 5 just because I actually, it's probably one of my favorite action games this year. I really enjoyed playing through the campaign. Um, the multiplayer is a lot of fun as well. I like I, I just like the violence of it, if I'm honest. Um, so, yeah, that's why I gave that my W. Okay, action adventure. Uh, we've got Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranded, Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda, and Sekiro Shadows. And Legend of Zelda, by the way, is uh, the remaster yeah link's awakening yes um gary uh, this one is tough for me um but i'm gonna have to go with legend of zelda link's awakening okay alfonso <sighs> as much as i want to choose more less three <laughs> but I can't because I'm not going to win. Um, Resident Evil 2. Considering all the hype around it and because of the other categories it's in, I think it might go to Control. Um, so, oh, it's interesting that we've all gone for different things. Um, Gary, why did you go with Legend of Zelda? Because what well, it's Zelda, <laughs> I don't think there really is any <laughs> fighting with that. Um, no, I feel like it's it, it was it, it's so perfectly designed, uh, which you can say for pretty much every game that Nintendo makes of, of this caliber. Um, it 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 embodies the the word adventure, and Link's Awakening is obviously a a remake of an older game, but it's so well designed and like i just said it, it it embodies the word adventure um and even even the action is pretty good you know even like the enemies that you fight there, there's a puzzle and the strategy for every type of enemy that you fight and it's it's essentially designed to be what the genre want, needs it to be and that's a pure adventure game um so i believe that it will win it Alfonso, why did you go with Resident Evil 2? Two words. Fan favorite. From what I notice and see over the internet, everyone reads about Resident Evil 2. To me, is the best out of the series. Even though I haven't completed the whole series, I'm still missing to play 5 and 7. But um, yeah, to me, it's my favorite one. And a lot of people have been dying for the remake. And it finally happened, so yeah, that's that's the reason. It's just a fan favorite. And you know, there's all talks about Resident Evil Three next year, so Resident Evil Two winning an award and then going, "Oh look, here's a trailer for free." Could also be something they do. True. Yeah, that could happen. Or well, I say a trailer, but you know what I mean. It'll just be yeah. like Nemesis Eye or something, and and then they'll just tease completely tease everyone. But there won't be an actual gameplay or footage, or just be half a second of something. Um, I went with Control just because I feel like it got so much hype when it got released that it's going to have to win at least one category, and there's not really many other categories that I feel like it's going to win. So maybe the next category along, which is Art Direction, which is Control, Death Stranding, Gris. Sayonara, Sekiro, or Legend of Zelda? Oh, God, this is going to be hard. Oh, it's hard, then you uh. deserve to go first, Alfonso. Ah, man! <laughs> yeah. uh, art direction. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Death Stranding. Okay. How about you, Gary? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Sekiro. Uh, I'm going to go with Control again because that had some really good art. Uh, no, 
No, Death Stranding, actually. Yeah, Death Stranding. Uh, Gary, you go first, then. Why did you pick Sekiro? Uh, in all honesty, I believe Sekiro needs to win an award, and that's the only one that they're probably going to give it to. <laughs> um, <laughs> playing it myself, it, it wasn't my favorite game. But I could see why its art direction will, and well, I guess why its art direction will is nominated. Sorry, yeah. got my words all twisted around. I mean, it's a very dark and bleak world, much like from software's games are. But it's also stars Samurais, and it looks it looks really good. And it, it, it in my opinion, it should win this type of award because from software has always been really good at these kind of designs in their games and they haven't won awards for this kind of design so maybe it's time that that they they got one for our direction finally even though it probably should have won it for bloodborne in my opinion but, oh yeah bloodborne was yeah. superb it really deserved an art direction I wouldn't have. Mm. I never thought it was a game of the year for me because, you know, I'm never a big fan of Souls games, but I can't deny how beautiful that game looked. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfonso, why did you go for Death Stranding? And it's probably the same reason why I went. So, I'll leave it up to you. It's a it's it's a beautiful game. That is um. It was kind of shocking because even though it's not the same engine. With Konami, you know. Well, it's the yeah, it's the uh, Decima engine that they helped them the people of Horizon make Guerrilla Games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, we know Kojima's games already. Metagear. There wasn't to me the best looking game, even with Five. I didn't I didn't care for Five's art direction, but yeah, they surprised me with Death Stranding. So it's because of that. It. Seeing it, it just reminds me of other games similar to that, like Last of Us and Charter. It's, it's up there, so yeah, that's the reason. Same reason for me, to be honest. It's a beautiful looking game. Um, I'm expecting it to win quite a few awards this year just because of how much hype it had and how good it is. Um, though, I, did you guys hear the rumors that he's going to be making a horror game next? I did. I did hear that. I, yeah. I haven't, but that is interesting. Yeah, because it was. And consider it's Kojima, I expect the horror game to be so bad that it gets banned. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm expecting like the, the scariest shit possible. I mean, look well, what he did PT, with Metal Gear 3 PT with that. PT was pretty good. Yeah. PT was damn scary. Not just PT, but remember Metal Gear Solid 3 with the Nightmare minigame, it was quite scary as well, considering that it was just a minigame in Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. And you know what scary games need? Good audio design. And guess what the next category is? Audio design. <laughs> <laughs> Which, funny enough, Resident Evil 2 is in. Uh, Call of Duty, uh, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro. Sekiro. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. Sekiro. You know what? I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go with Death Stranding. Gary. Oh, uh, Resident Evil Two. Yeah, well, that was my close second, if I'm honest. And Alfonso. <laughs> The theme, RE2. So, Gary, why did you pick Resident Evil 2 as your best um, audio design? Everything in it was, was damn good. I mean, when you really sit down and listen to the game, um, from the gun sounds to the echoes, depending on the room that you're in, from the gun sounds, the sound of the zombies... Uh, the fact that you can hear Mr. X walking around in the distance was so very well done. It, and it creeps you out because, like, you hear Mr. X walking. You're like, where the hell is he? 
and you can determine where he is by the audio. Like, is he in a certain room that you can go into on this side, or is he on that side? How can I go around him? You know, things like that. Um, all very, very well done. Um, very phenomenal sounding game, through and through. You know what? I changed mine to Resident Evil Two because I think he's actually going to win it. <laughs> I don't think Death Strand. <laughs> I personally want Death Stranding, but I think Resident Evil Two is going to win it because of those reasons you just said. <laughs> All right. Alfonso, anything you want to add? I agree with Gary. The only thing I want to add is that um, Resident Evil 2, when it comes to audio sound, that's the only game that I play with headphones on. Just so I could hear there's everything that Gary detailed more clearly. Can get all the crisp sounds right there in my ears. Oh, yeah, dude, the fact that you can, like, walk and you can hear the liquor hissing in the background, it's like, oh, shit, where is this bitch, you know? <laughs> it's behind the window. You can hear it. It sounds, it creeps you out the moment you walk into every room. You're always on guard. PS5 well is going to help with stuff like that because of its ray tracing sound effects. So, that'd be nice. Mm. And Resident Evil 2, as we all know, was a... A lot, uh, what's it, a, a fan favorite that the game had made for the community, some sort of community support, which is our next topic: community support. Um, community support. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Fantasy 14, Shadowbringers, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I'm gonna go first and. I love Final Fantasy fourteen and it deserves to win this, but it's I don't think it will because of the crowd that people watch VDAs. It's probably going to be between two, I believe possibly could win it, but I'm going to go with Fortnite, but I actually believe that Rainbow Six Siege might actually be very close to winning that as well. Um, Alfonso. I was thinking Fortnite 2, but I'm going to go with Destiny 2. Okay. And Gary. I'm also going to go with Destiny 2. Oh. Okay, so why do you want to go with Destiny 2, uh, Alfonso? Just because from what I saw online, when it first came out, Destiny 2 got a lashing because of Bungie rushed it and it was broken and it was missing a lot of components. Like they they heard what they were supposed to do. For, like people took they took the aspect from Destiny One and they just rushed it in Destiny Two, but not gave it a good polish. And the community lashed out and they went back and they listened to the feedback and they did a lot of improvements. And since then, it has gotten a lot better. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gary? Uh, yeah, um, mirroring what Alfonso said, I agree with everything there. Um, I also believe that the community for Destiny 2 essentially gave Bungie an ultimatum in a way. Uh, they pretty much said either fix this shit or you'll be out of business because of us. Yeah. And that's what they did. They had to fix the game. And the first thing that came to fixing the game was to leave Activision. Um, obviously, we don't know how much of everything was Activision's doing. Um, we can only assume on these things. Well, we know, but... the... we know that Activision helped make the Curse of Osiris DLC and they also had a team that worked on the PvP for Destiny 2 so that Bungie could focus on the expansions. Um, yeah, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like we, You say these things, but people essentially don't believe them because Activision, to most of the community and most of the consumers, the gaming com the, the gamers, are the bad guys. Yeah. And no matter what, the first thing to do for Bungie to put themselves in a better light was to split from Activision. And they did, and people were happy. We saw how happy people were that they left Activision. Yeah. You know? 
And that the community, I believe, was a driving force in that. Um, and obviously, every improvement, every DLC, every patch has all come from the dedication of the fans for that game. Because let's face it, we counted that game out. That game was done and done, just like the first one. Dead. But now the game is starting to thrive again. And why? Like, it's not getting as much support as it did when they were with Activision. But to them, to the community, it's getting quality support rather than quantity support now. And that's what they care about. So to me, the community literally drove that game to come back from the brink of death, in my opinion. For me, I went with Fortnite just because of all the patches they do. They do tweak. As soon as people notice that weapons are broken or too overpowered, they do instantly tweak them. And they have constant updates and regular support, and they do listen. Look at the whole rebranding for Season 2. I that, As much as I want to give it to Fantasy 14 because I believe they're probably one of the best because the whole... Especially when they, they've stopped it now. But they even had the community support team being on Twitter in North America. So that if you had any problems with the game, like with your passwords or something like that, they had a beta system where you could just tweet them and they would contact you in DMs and you were able to sort everything out through Twitter. Rather than having to contact them via call system, you could just Twitter them, which was great. And hopefully that the beta, now that the beta is over, that they're going to try and implement it into a more of it constantly. We'll see if that happens next year. Um... But can we? Can I really talk about a game that's look at that whole thing? They completely restarted from 1.0 to 2.0, and redid everything based on what the fans wanted. And every patch has tried to listen to the fans in with reason, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I believe Fantasy 14 deserves it, but Fortnite's going to get it because Fortnite's so big. Yeah, in, in all honesty, <laughs> this this award I think should be given out to everybody. Because if yeah. your game yeah. comes out to a s- massive scrutiny and then you're able to turn it around like Rainbow Six has done. Oh, yeah, Destiny Rainbow Six deserves has it. done. Yeah. Apex Everybody's Legends is the only one that I don't think deserves it out of all of them. Yeah, they, they've pretty much had a good system going for a while. But all of these developers should, in my opinion, or the community yeah. managers there should get awards because they've literally brought games from the brink of death to to be to thriving. Although I did like Yoshi P's response. Ever I did like Yoshi P's response in one of the interviews he did a while back. Because, you know, uh, Fortnite reset by having a meteor land on it. And then, you know, the, mm-hmm. the whole thing explodes sort of thing. He said, oh, yeah. I did this six years ago. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. A you realm did. reborn. And I found that funny. You know what's not yeah, funny? That'll... The next t- category, fighting games. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I think this is a given to what's going to win, but... I don't know. Soul Calibur 6. Jump Force. If you can call that fighting, but kind of. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Samurai Showdown or Smash Bros? <laughs> Everyone want to go with Smash Bros? Everyone, everyone good? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Okay. What one should I put you under? Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, okay. interesting. You want Smash Bros, right, Alfonso? Yeah, it's Smash Bros, yeah. Yeah, okay. I haven't even played this one, but I know from previous Smash Bros that deserves it. Because out of all those games I've played, it's Jump Force, and I'm not giving Jump Force here. <laughs> you know, the fact that Jump Force is nominated, but Dead or Alive 6 isn't, is a fucking travesty in every way imaginable. One second, I think it was actually. Give me a second. Let me double check. Make sure I didn't miss one. Let me just double check. The website, because I'm hoping I'm wrong. Because I got past the esports stuff from scrolling down. I thought, oh my god, I don't want to live anymore. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Sorry, it's 
It wasn't Soul Calibur 6, it was Dead or Alive 6. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought that Soul Calibur 6 came out last year. <laughs> I was a little confused there. Dead or Alive, because I, I, to be honest, I forgot we're on 6 Dead or Alive's now. I was about to say, that game must not be for good boys and girls. <laughs> Dead or Alive That's 6. That's what it Not me. Dead or Alive 6. Okay, no, so you I, still want to go with Mortal Kombat 11? I am, even though I think it should go to Dead or Alive 6. I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat 11. Okay, why do you think Mortal Kombat 11? Uh, <laughs> I think the hype surrounding Mortal Kombat 11 and the fact that this is technically the end of the Mortal Kombat storyline, um, as Ed Boon has said and everything, um, and obviously how the story went. The, it, it's also a very solid fighter, in all honesty. It's a very damn good fighting game with a story mode that has revolutionized story modes in fighting games. Um, but everything around it is just so well crafted. The balancing, the fact that they constantly keep balancing the characters, um, the actual the, the actual characters themselves, the, the fighting mechanics are very, very good. Um, and I know you guys went for Smash Brothers, and in a way I could see it happening, but I just don't see it simply because Smash Brothers Ultimate is technically a remaster of the Wii U version. <laughs> yeah, but don't they have all new um, characters with the season pass? Yeah, new characters, sure, but it's still technically a Wii U game. It's still technically a remake, or, or it's a port, just like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was a port. And they added new characters and new tracks, but it's still the same game that you got on the Wii U. Um, I just don't see Smash Brothers winning it. I, I really, really don't. Alfonso, do you believe that? Well, before I answer that, all I have to say is that I agree with Gary on Mortal Kombat. It's a, one of the best out of the series. The thing that messed that up for me was the Terminator. He is horrible. Just horrible. Don't talk I, shit on Arnold. I will stab you. I, I'm sorry, Gary, but he <laughs> he doesn't play right. I try. I try. He you weighs know, like 10,000 pounds. What do you expect them to do? <laughs> which, which makes no sense because they allow him to do flips. How are you doing flips? You weigh like 10,000 pounds. I don't get that. Uh, I don't know. How does a bear fight a capoeira fighter and taken and survive that's a story for a different time but um, <laughs> Gary when he said that Smash Bros. Ultimate is a port from the Wii U but we all know when they do ports and remasters it end up doing better than when it was on the previous system Plus, it's Smash Bros. Everyone loves Smash Bros. That's one of Nintendo's biggest franchise besides Pokemon and Zelda. So, uh, can I say something right now? Go ahead. Mario Kart is their number one selling franchise. I didn't say it. I didn't say Smash Bros. was the number. One. I said one of the biggest franchise. No, it is. I know. I just want to say something. I find it really sad that the number one franchise that they have, Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8 is their best-selling game in the last two generations, actually. And yet, it's the one that's gotten the least amount of DLC. Man, if only they could somehow... That. If only they could somehow <laughs> rebrand Mario Kart to be Nintendo Kart and have loads of different Nintendo characters. They already have no worlds of Nintendo characters. <laughs> Donkey Kong isn't part of Mario. He's it his is. own little thing. Donkey Kong started as part of Mario, so technically... Well, Link is in the game. He's not Mario. I mean, that's... <laughs> I'm just saying that they could have a lot more Nintendo characters, though. Uh, yeah, true. But I think, technically, in my opinion, they're all pretty much you all You could have, the like, the Ice Climbers. You or could all. have Pokemon characters. They have the Inklings from... Yeah, but Splatoon. that's only because they wanted to push Splatoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the fact that they could have had a lot they've got a huge amount of people imagine having the punch out character as a driver yeah 
No, I just wanted to say that. And actually, uh, Smash Brothers is their third most profitable franchise. It's Mario Kart and then Mario Party. And then Mario. And then Smash Brothers. <laughs> Mario Brothers. But yeah, Smash Brothers <laughs> is getting the most DLC. And then there's Pokemon <laughs> sorry, somewhere. I, okay. I, I, I ruined it for you. I'm sorry. Please continue. No, you didn't ruin no. nothing. No. I, 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 as I said, I believe, I like, I wish Pokemon would get DLC. But Pokemon will never get DLC because Game Freak hates money, I guess. <laughs> Why would they send you, sell you DLC when they can sell you a whole game as DLC? Why can't they do both? <laughs> it's one company, man. It's one <laughs> tiny company. Yeah, it's less than 100 people making Pokemon games. Yeah. I can't imagine the balancing that they have to go through. Yeah, especially with, what, even with only 400 Pokemon, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but you also went with Smash. Yeah, because I enjoy Smash Brothers series. And I've, never, I've not played a Mortal Kombat in quite a long time. I haven't really played a Devil or Alive 6. And I, yes, I have played Jump Force, but no. It, <laughs> It's it's not the worst game, but it's definitely not the best game. It is the worst game in that bunch that's nominated. <laughs> yeah. And Samurai Showdown, I've never actually seen the series really, so I can't vote for that. Samurai Samurai Showdown is the Dark Souls of fighting games. Okay, so yeah, no. Yeah, you go into Samurai Showdown, you better be ready to to lose a lot. <laughs> game direction. Game direction. Control. Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, or Outer Wilds. I'm going to go first. I really enjoyed my gameplay of it. I need to finish it someday, but for now, I haven't. So I'm going to go Outer Wilds. Um, Alfonso. I'm sorry, can you reread that list again? Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds for best game direction. No. Uh, 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 go to Gary. I need to think about this. Gary. Oh my God. <laughs> control. Death Stranding. No, I don't. I don't no, it's uh, it, uh, control. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Outer World. I think so too because it got so hyped when it came out. But I feel like this is the only category it's probably going to win. Maybe RPG, but that's going to be another episode. Um, yeah, that's. I agree. I feel this is the only category it could win because yes, you agree RPG as well. But that's a that's like yeah. a a tough one for it to to surpass other ones depending yeah. on the other nominees. So this is their best shot. And I believe it deserves something at least because I have enjoyed. I mean, I put all my points into charisma, and then I killed someone right in front of the other people, and they're like, "Oh, how dare you! You killed them. We hate you." And I'm like, "No, I didn't." And they're like, oh, "Okay," and walked away because my charisma was so high. They they believed me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I robbed the corpse, and they're like, "You stole my things." I'm like, "No, I didn't." Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the gun in your hand. No, I didn't do anything. Not me, honest. I didn't do anything. <laughs> didn't steal. Not me. Didn't murder them. Not me. I'm the only one in the room, in the locked room, and you heard gunshots, but it wasn't me, honest. Wasn't me. <laughs> Gary, why did you go with Control? Oh, well, Control. Um, knowing... Remedy as well as I do, and knowing Sam Lake, the writer, producer, director of the game, the guy has a genius mind when it comes to creating a phenomenal world and directing that world. And to me, I feel Control has does so many amazing things. It's such a mind trip when you play it. Um, it, it deserves recognition just simply because of how they handle everything they do in the game. Um, how the story progresses, how you learn about the world through the super in-depth collectibles and documents that you find. 
the other amazing thing they do is remedy in all their games and especially in control they like to record live action footage and play it on like tv screens in the background and they have these small little stories that are happening and in control uh it's also part of the main story uh where you watch the one of the main doctors of the facility that uh the federal bureau of control and the experiments he's doing and he's talking about these experiments and it's all live action and it's so very well done that as as a whole the game just oozes sam wake's vision and remedy themselves have done such an amazing job with it that every room that you go to every set of combat scenarios you have is so well choreographed and designed that it, it in my opinion it really deserves it and remedy as a studio deserves this award in my opinion Okay. Um, Alfonso, you got anything to add to Outer Wilds, or did I mention pretty much all of it? No, you cleared everything, yeah. Uh, games for Impact. Now, this is the one I don't know what I'm voting for, because I haven't played any of these, even though I loved the first one of this. Uh, games are Concrete Genie, Chris, Kind Words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Um... I don't know which one's going to get it, but I want to give it, because I've heard so much about it, even though I haven't played it, I'm going to go with Concrete Genie. Um, Gary? Sea of Solitude. And Alfonso? Life is Strange 2. Is that fully out, by the way, now? Because I was waiting yes. until it came out. Yeah, the, yeah. the last episode came out. I, I might have to buy one. it now. Uh, now, Life is Strange one did have Mexican chili. <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy at the start of the game that looks like me, just more Mexican. So, and he was getting beaten up, which was just how I was in school as well. So, um, Gary, why'd you go with Sea of Solitude? Um, I got to play Sea of Solitude. I reviewed it for for PSU.com. Um. And to me, Sea of Solitude, when you talk about games for impact, um, I, to me, that has to be a game that impacts me and impacts all, everybody who plays it. And looking at all these other games, I obviously haven't played all of them, so I can't speak for them. But to me, Sea of Solitude was about something that people deal with in the real world all the time. Depression, anxiety, um sadness all these things that affect them every day and how they deal with it and i think sea of solitude did a fantastic job of trying to show people through a game uh even though it feels like a weird game you know you're in a in a world like in a city and it's flooded there's these shadow monsters and the way the game tries to explain everything uh, it, it really connects because, you know, there's always this the shadow that's chasing you. The shadow could be the, the, the depression slowly eating away at you. You always feel like you're drowning when you're depressed, and thus the implement, implementation of, of the city being flooded all the time. Um, so to me, that game impacted me, and I believe it impacted a lot of people who played it, as it should. Um, but I do also want to say... Uh, on a personal note, I'm really sad that this category, uh, Games for Impact, is pretty much all comprised of indie titles. And I think AAA companies really need to start putting out games with this kind of impact and, and talking about real-world issues because it shouldn't be left up to a studio of three or four people trying to spread the word about serious mental issues that exist um or it doesn't even have to be mental issues games that impact you and to me right now indie games are the only ones there personally so i just wanted to throw that little thing out there but sea of solitude for me is is the one i totally agree with gary on that part um we don't have enough games like that it's, it's bad it's sad that only 
indies see this as a problem and the rest, you know, the other AAA games don't. And I I feel that the AAA games need to take an example from what um, the creator, the director that, that did Joker. I mean, you, you took one of the most popular villains of the DC universe, but you didn't make it a Joker movie. You made it more about a mental illness movie and now it's the number one rated R DC movie in the world. No, it's so, the rated R movie, period. Yeah. So it's the you, highest grossing rated R movie. If of a movie, if a big movie can do that, then yes, people who do triple A movies can take that concept and just do something new. It don't always have to be the typical triple A games that we go through. You could do something new and still make the money that you the profit that you need to make. But it's sad enough that they, they don't see that. Uh, for me, Life is Strange 2, it impacted me just because of the first one. The first one was very moving. It was it was it was deep. Um, where all the the men, the mentality of people being bully, peer pressure, um, the drugs, the the psychotic ways of teachers and manipulating students. And I I just fell in love with the first one that when it was announced in the second one, I had to play it. Not as impactful as the first one, but it is still in that Life is Strange world that just continues to draw me in and just constantly waiting for, oh, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? So, yeah. Okay. Independent game. Barber is you. Disco Elysium. Katana Zero, Outer Worlds, or Untitled Goose Game, which I still need to play because it's amazing. Uh, Gary. What was the category again then? Sorry. Best Independent Game. And what were the titles? Barber Is You, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Worlds, or the best game, Untitled Goose Game. Um, I'm going to go with Entitled Goose Game. I'm going to go with Outer Worlds just because I haven't played none of the rest. I'm going to go with Untitled Goose Game because it looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like it's not the game I think I feel like should win because I haven't played it, but I feel like it's going to win because, you know, I, I might buy it in Steam after this podcast, actually. Um, if it's on Steam, I don't know. I think it's on Epic Store only. Which sucks, because I have Steam credit. Anyway, Gary. Yes. Um, I, I also don't think it should win, but I believe it will win. Uh, simply because there's just a stupid amount of publicity that game is getting. Quack. Um yeah, it's going into all sorts of memes now, all sorts of videos. Um, I don't even know what the hell the game is. You're a duck. <laughs> all I see is just a duck doing shit and people chasing it. So I don't That's even know exactly what the hell what the is. about. That's what the game's about. You mess with people oh. as a goose. There, there's a game for impact, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, nothing's more dangerous than a goose. Have you ever met a goose? They're dangerous. You don't want to go near a goose. Well, They'll kick yeah, your ass. I know. I, yes, yes, I know. Yeah, um, I got chased by one. When I was small. Yeah, I I feel yeah. like the game is 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 kind of this generation's equivalent of Goat Simulator. And I like um, that game so much. Yeah, and that game obviously won some awards too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Untitled Goose Game. I don't know why, but people are going crazy for it. I do want to play it someday, but obviously it's not going to be anytime soon because I don't feel like buying it on my Switch or playing it right now. So. But I'm pretty sure that's what's going to win. Alfonso. Yeah, I don't have much to say about Auto World. It, 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 it got me intrigued because I don't usually play Auto World games. And like I said, I haven't played none of the rest to really say much to defend my reason why I should win. So, yeah. Uh, can somebody explain to me why it's considered an indie game? 
Because it was started while they were still indies. <laughs> okay. That makes no sense. I, I don't consider Obsidian an independent. Well, they were, weren't they? Developer, That's I guess. Well, yeah. Well, they when they finally decided to abandon AAA companies because of yeah, them well, they're not always technically the game, independent but... because they're always helping them. They're more contract, but yeah, independent as in they self-publish their game. I don't think they self-publish this. Can't th- don't think they did. I think someone else published that word, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the way I understood is. Indie games should mostly be self-published. Maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't matter. Go ahead, continue. Uh, I'm going to check while we're doing this. Publisher private division. Okay, yeah, that's an independent publisher, so I guess it works. Yeah. Yeah, because they they had this done before they got bought up by Microsoft, so. Yeah, yeah. That they can't, their next game can't be independent because it's not. They're not independent anymore. But this game technically slides under just because it's done. But just their before. next game is also coming out on all platforms too. Yeah, but it still wouldn't be independent because they're actually now owned. So it's like my, Minecraft. I don't know if I consider it independent anymore because it's owned by Microsoft. But Microsoft still allows them to publish on every console. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry for interrupting you. Oh no, it's fine. And we're on the last category for this week. Best multiplayer game. I think we all know what me and Alfonso are voting for, but we'll go through the categories anyway. Yeah. Apex yeah. Legends. Borderlands 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Tetris 99. Division 2. Gary, let me guess. <laughs> Tetris 99. No, I'm kidding. Division yeah, you guessed right. No, you guessed oh, right. All right, okay. I... I... I think Division 2 should win it, but this isn't what I think. This is what I believe is going to win it. I think it's yeah. going to be Tetris 99. Alfonso? <sighs> Much I want to see Borderlands 3. I think it's going to be Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same. Is it, well, I think it's going to be close between Call of Duty or Tetris. <laughs> Apex Legends, now you can go away. Nobody wants you. <laughs> I loved Apex Legends when it first came out, but the lack of community support and the pricing structure put me off it. That's why it doesn't want community support because it's Apex Legends. Sorry, Apex Legends. Even though the company that made Apex Legends is one that makes some of the best games, <laughs> Timefall. Mm. Gary, so Tetris ninety nine. Yes. Why? Why? Um, I feel like it took a lot of people by surprise. And I also believe that Tetris 99 is also one of the more unique multiplayer games. Um, if you look at all of them, they're essentially the same thing. They're either co-op or they're competitive shooters. Whereas you have Tetris 99 here, which is a puzzle game uh, that's being played as a battle royal game. And that is an incredibly... Not, I would say, a unique idea in the fact that it's a Battle Royale game, but the fact that it's a puzzle game that's existed for over 40 years being run as a Battle Royale game now and doing it very well. Um, so if you look at the the whole list uh, of the games nominated, I feel like that's the one game that I don't think anybody is expecting to do good, but it has done, it's done phenomenal. Um, and it's rated as one of the highest games this generation now, and like I said, it just took people by surprise, and it's got a huge, huge following of players now. In a way, I see this game, Tetris 99, as like the Rocket League. When Rocket League came out, nobody gave it a, a, a thought up until people actually started playing it, and they were blown away by it, and I feel like that's what's happening with Tetris 99. I like the little. To- they did. They do it like a little tournament as well, where people could win store credit. I have no idea. Yeah, I think they did like an esports tournament, Tetris Nine, where the winners um, could win like Nintendo store credit. 
which oh, nice. I thought was really cool. It meant you didn't have it didn't have to be like the super best, but it was like you got a reward for yeah you know, playing it. Nice. Uh, What everything Gary, oh, okay. everything Gary mentioned, I, I, I agree a hundred percent of the way. It was an underrated game, and so people started playing it and see the potential, and it blew up. But anytime the category for multiplayer is involved, and I always pick a game that I think is going to beat Call of Duty because I know how much I hate this game, it ends up winning. Every single time, and based on past years of it winning this category, majority of the time, it, it just makes sense that it's going to win this year. As much as I don't want to, I, I feel it's going to win. Yeah, I wish Borderlands won it. <laughs> I wish it too. I, I wish it too. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um... If you played Tetris 99 between March 8th and March 10th this year, and then there was other days as well, this was just the first tournament, you won 999 Nintendo Gold Points, which was equal to $10, as long as you were in the top 999 players. Which is nice. pretty cool. I like, I, I, I like when st people do stuff like that, so... Yeah, I, I, I give that developer a lot of credit, because they took a game that's so simple... Yeah. 40 years old, simple as hell, Look has the, the, uh, lasted the test of time. It's still considered the greatest puzzle game ever made. And have a developer come in and be like, okay, let's take the simplest yet most addictive puzzle game and try to innovate it. And they did. They succeeded in doing it somehow, and it's amazing that they were able to do it. And they kept the game exactly the same. Like, they didn't fundamentally change anything about the game, but yet now it's, again, becoming as popular as it ever was. It's because of that game that I went to find my original Game Boy just to play Treasures Over. It's Luckily, amazing. it still works. <laughs> right? It still works. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I love Treasures. Like you said, it's... It's the easiest game, easiest puzzle game, and you know how I feel about puzzle game, but it's the most addictive puzzle game out there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Genius. It's a genius design. So, that's all of our um, our suggestions for this week for who we're going to win. Remember, the Video Game Awards is December 13th. If I'm, I keep forgetting. I care that much. Before <laughs> we wrap up on Game Awards, I don't know if y'all discussed this when I was away those last three weeks, but what are y'all guys' opinion about Star Wars not being nominated in this year's award? Knowing that it was a release one week after Death Stranded and they didn't make the list. I mean... Um, it's, the, it's, well, it's... the reason for that, Alfonso, is people got copies of Death Stranding almost a month in advance. That's why they counted it. Yeah. Um, whereas Star Wars... People got codes for that about three, if they're lucky, three days in advance. Um, there is a cutoff date, and I don't agree with that cut. I personally, I feel like these awards should happen in January, so every game that comes out the year should get a chance to be nominated. Um, like you said, Star Wars isn't nominated, and who the hell is going to remember Star Wars come VGAs next year? Nobody. Yeah. You got Final Fantasy VII. You got all these fucking games coming out next year. Nobody's going to remember yeah. Star Like Wars. Dragon Ball yep. Kakarot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cyberpunk, The Last of Us 2. Yeah, sure, those like, games will help. It's, it's not even going to come close. No, nobody's going to remember that game. And I agree with you. Uh, but but that's the reason why it's... Yeah. yeah there is I, a cutoff date. I, I get that, but that, to me, that doesn't make sense because there's times that you have and I, I've seen this before, where you have games two years old, and they still enter... Like, if you have a game from 2017, it still get nominated for 2019. And I've seen that in the past. So, that what they're doing... What do you mean, 2017 gets nominated for 2018? Yeah, because if it's at the end of the year, then it gets yeah. nominated for next year's. But that's, 
but that's that's still stupid. It's stupid. I don't understand that. Well, it's because it's it's just when it airs. That's that's yeah, all it is. If it's November tenth for twenty eighteen, that's I don't know when the cut off date is for VGAs, but I'm yeah, sometime in November, I guess in or end of October. Any game that comes out a day after that is technically net counted as next year's for them. Even though really it should just run till December. Hell, if they want to go, if they want to be really video gamey, they should have the VGAs in March. Because that's when the actual year ends for video um, video games. Because that's when their that normal physical year ends. So, technically, they should have the game of the year show in March. Really, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> March to March. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that's no, right. I I agree. It, it yeah. should it should have been nominated, but cutoff date says no. Yeah. Uh, but that's wrapping up this week's podcast. We've got more next week, and hopefully we'll have a Tim to go through some of the. I'll rush through the categories that we did last week with him, so we can try and get all of his opinions on each category next week, along with the new ones such as best RPG, Fantasy fourteen. I mean, um, not Fantasy fourteen, <laughs> but I wish. Um. Um, best uh, mobile game actually we'll skip that <laughs> uh, best ongoing game best performance best score of music best sports racing game we've got all your favourite games best strategy game all coming up next week along with of course game of the year which game out of all these will win game of the year and the one I hope is not the one that is here is Smash Brothers. But still, that's just me. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's me, Chili. Gary, Alfonso, Gary, you got any shout-outs? And how can I contact you? Uh, shout-outs to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for being on with me. Um, shout-outs to Tim, Chris, my boy Ed. Um... Shout out to all them. Shout out to the listeners, as always. Um, you guys allow us to continue to do this. Um, and you can reach me on Twitter at Gaglaush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Alfonso. Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. It's good to be on for the second week in a row. Yes, I will be on next Sunday for part two. Uh, shout out to Tim, Chris, Neil, to other existing PS members and ex-PSU members. Shout out to the listeners. Continue to follow them. They're good at what they do. You can follow me at AliShan7 on Twitter. Uh, I'd like to shout out to Gary and Alfonso for joining me this week. It's been nice chatting with you. I missed you. Uh, shout out to Shields Attack, Master Radio, Coastal County, Musecast XIV, Phoenix Down Radio, and of course, my other podcast, Mugga Go Around Radio, where we're going to be recording our Christmas special next Saturday, because that's the only day everyone can make. Uh, we're going to have Talon, hopefully. We're going to have Fantasy Fourteen Noob. We're going to have Vegan Pete. We're going to have RVA, and we're going to have Flatus. And we're going to replay the greatest game made this year. Yes, you heard that right. During the live stream. Each character will be voice acted by one of us. I'll be Pop. We're playing KFC Dating Simulator Visual Novel. Yes! I, <laughs> I won't be there. <laughs> you, can, you can listen to us as we play through the Dating Simulator. And yes, I have talked Vegan Pete into playing Colonel Sanders. So, <laughs> that's going to be wow. great. Um, so until next week uh, oh, oh yeah remember to contact me if you've got anything else you want if you feel like you we're wrong with the VGAs and blah 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 if you feel like you yeah, want to give your opinion on it we'll listen we'll listen and we might bring it up next week if you if you talk, tell us that we're bad or good you might like our opinions probably not oh, wait, hold, well you gotta also remember these are games we think will win not, yeah, the, not games the games we, we want believe. to win 
Yeah, we believe I mean, should win. <laughs> it's me. If it was games I want to win, every one would just be Fantasy Fourteen. Best action game, sure, why not? Best shooting game. This is the racing game, Final Fantasy Fourteen. Let's talk about racing. That'll count. <laughs> best strategy oh game, Final Fantasy Fourteen for Vermillion. Best best dating simulator. I have five wives in Final <laughs> Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> I can get married in Fourteen. <laughs> Most independent game, Final Fantasy Fourteen. <laughs> I can play it independently from other people. <laughs> Uh, uh. It literally fits in every category. <laughs> so until next week, this has been interesting. So stay tuned for VGA's part two next week. Bye. Also, Metacritic will be coming back next year. Whoop. I'm excited. <laughs>